tell them you will step into your inheritance in Christ? You will experience your inheritance in Christ. Say to five. You will step in. You will experience it. You will step in. You will experience it. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. So understanding the element of inheritance, I stressed yesterday in the first and second service. So we continue tonight. I will not need to recap as it were. I just go straight because I have so much to deal with tonight. Now we establish that the rope, the ring, and the sandals are the elements of inheritance. What do I call it? The rope, the ring, and the sandals. Say after me. The rope, the ring, and the sandals. One more time. The rope, the ring, and the sandals. I want you to jot down things as much as possible. And all the scriptures that I'll be quoting, I want you to jot them down because you will refer to them afterwards. Um, thank God for the, uh, uh, the message is online. That's beautiful. But what you write down, you can't lose it. Praise God. Now, we dealt yesterday with the robe. And we dealt with the prodigal son and why his heart was seduced by the enemy to walk out on his inheritance. And the father said, bring the best robe, put it on, his, put it on him, put ring on his hand and sandal on his feet. And we establish your robe to be Christ. Our robe is our covering. Amen. He's our covering. He's our everything. And um, by that establishment, we, uh, we go deeper yesterday on the robe. Amen. 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 Tonight, I'll pick the next element of the inheritance, the ring. The ring, all through the scriptures, symbolizes power. It symbolizes rulership. It symbolizes authority. Say with me, power, power. rulership, and authority. Come on, talk to me tonight. Say power, power. rulership, and authority. Whoever has the robe will have the ring automatically. One of the reasons why believers are not working in power is that they are not putting on Christ. Since the day that Satan did what he did in heaven, God has vowed that whoever will wear his ring must wear his spirit. And I believe a lot of us want to rule on the earth. According to Revelation, they said we have been ordained as kings and priests that we may reign on the earth. The father giving the son a ring, message Bible call it the family ring symbolizes a bestowing on him the scepter of authority and power. That element given to him is the real inheritance, not the properties. I emphasized yesterday that you must strive for access more than asset. I explained to you and I admonish you in the first service that do not leave behind for your children just asset. Show them access. Teach them access. Several years ago, they asked a great man of God, now David Yogicho, then it was Paul Yogicho. They asked him, 
he was confessing together that what, what if everything is gone, everything God has given you today, you pastor the largest church in the world, if everything is taken away, how, how do you think you can take it back? He said to the interviewer, I said, take everything away from me. Throw me into the desert. I will reproduce it within a year. That is access. Many do not want to fall today because they have assets, but they don't have access. Many that are rich don't know how they got rich. Many that rise to the top do not know the way to the top. That's why when they fall, it's a major issue. Digging away. But if you are the one that knows how to dig and find water, you keep digging. They took the first well from Isaac. They took the second well from him. They were on the third one with him before they leave him alone. He kept digging till he got to Bathsheba and he called the name of the place a city. In the famine, if he put his hand on the ground, water will answer to him. The only reason why the Philistine will strive with the well that Father Abraham had dug before, the reason why they strive with him to take it from him was because if he dug 60 feet, he would have found water. If they dug 90 or 120 feet, they wouldn't see any water. They come beside wherever he dug. They try the same thing. Water is not there. When they take it from him, in no time, the water will dry in their hands. A blessed man have access to divine mysteries because the blessing make it. Riches does not make you blessed, but blessing make you rich. The blessings of the Lord when it's upon a man, you get to a place where things aren't working and when you get there, things work for you because of who you are. The land yield as strength unto you. Bible talking about people that dwell in the land. He said because of their wickedness, the land vomited them. Are you with me? He said because of the wickedness of people that dwell in the land, he said a fruitful land become a barren land because of the wickedness of people that dwell there. So the righteousness of those who dwell in the land cause the land to yield strength unto them while it's yielding bare and tons to others. So it is not your land that is difficult, it's your robe that is not in place and your ring. A man that has a robe and a ring, the land responds to them. Me, how will a guy have his inheritance? The father divided his livelihood into two, he, divided, he liquidated his asset into two, give it to two children, and they went away. And one of them took it and went away, the other one stayed at home. Plus, one that stayed at home and the one that went away, the thing could not produce anything in their hand because one that stayed back at home said later to the father, You have not given me a goat to kill with my friend, <laughs> but they've given you your inheritance. What do you do with it? In other words, having properties and material is not inheritance for the saint, it's having access. That when you get into desert, water can answer for you. God will grant you access. Yeah. I think you will say louder, amen to that one. Yeah. Whoever has the robe will have the ring. In Genesis chapter 41.
shaved and he changed his garment because without a change of garment you don't have access to the palace you don't have access to the throne he shaved off he shoved all his beards shoved everything away why because in those days according to the culture that is very dominant in those days anyone that have those beards they are not royal they are not part of the religion and this guy has stayed in the house of Potiphar before He's been in the prison before. He saw all the guards and all the prisoners of Pharaoh. When they come inside, they are all shaven. And he asked them, why are you guys shaven? I didn't see all shaven in the place where I come from. I left home 17, when I was 70 years old. They, they found him shaven. Let the man of God be in front of you, please. Pastor Femi, God bless you. Are we together? Are we together? So... When they called him out hurriedly, he did not go hurriedly. When life called you out hurriedly, don't answer hurriedly. The commandment of the king was hasty. Go get the guy out for me. And they called, the almighty Pharaoh is called, collect thee. Let me use King James English. Collect thee. And the guy did not leave hastily because if he interpreted that dream in that, in that position, they would return him back to the prison. That's why a lot of you said, I'm brilliant. I gave this idea to the company. They do not reward me. You don't have the stature to take what you interpreted for, what you advised for, what you gave counsel for. The reason why they took it from you is that they see that you are not worthy of receiving it. Without the robe, you can't have the ring. So in Genesis chapter number 41 and verse 38, the Bible says, and Pharaoh said, now let, let, let's start and enjoy the reading from verse number 35. If you can please give me Genesis for the one from verse 35. Let's see something interesting as we do Bible study tonight. Um, okay, this is when he was talking. Let's go to 30. Please be fast, my brother. God bless you. Genesis for the one, let's start from verse 30. But after the seven years of family will arise, another one there was interpreting dream and he was telling them what is going to happen. Uh, please, can you help me find precisely? I've jumped ahead of, uh, go to 25. Let me see 25, 41, 25. Thank you. Here is Joseph standing before Pharaoh. Everybody have given the dream a shot. None of them scored anything. Now, there is one thing about dream. You might not know the meaning or the interpretation of your dream that you had in the night. But if I, being a prophet, give you an interpretation, if it's not correct, your spirit will not agree. Although you don't know the interpretation, but you don't agree with my interpretation. Since you don't know anything I say to you, you should take it. But no, counsel in the heart of man is like a deep waters. Men of understanding will draw it out. You don't know the interpretation because you don't dig deep into your well. Because you don't go inside to bring it out. But if I interpreted it for you and it wasn't accurate, you will know it's not accurate. You say to yourself, I don't know the meaning of the dream, but that's not the meaning of the dream. Mm. If you perchance just accept it because of relationship and respect, anytime you get the meaning of the dream, there will be a conviction in your spirit. Yes, sir. You know it. That's what the Bible says. The spirit knows, bear witness that we are sons of God. If you meet somebody that is not accurate, is not correct, your spirit will not agree. They might have everything outside, but something in you does not click. Because deep always call unto the deep. Now, so interestingly, when this guy stood before Pharaoh, he, he interpreted the dream for him. He told him everything about the dream. While he was talking, Pharaoh was looking at him. Everybody was silent. If you drop a pin in the palace that day, everybody will hear it. 
They were looking at this young man. He's just 30. And he stood with humility. The first garment he wore was not the one he changed from the prison. Over the time, by his experience, he has worn the garment of meekness. Joseph was not a humble guy before. He was a proud guy that wanted to show off. He was a guy that wanted to tell everybody. He was a Facebook guy. If he eats on the Facebook, if he drinks on the, on the Instagram, he wanted everybody to see what's going on with his life. But over the time, as, as life had dealt with him, he has learned so much in short while that he has been enrobed. He has been roped with the garment of righteousness. He has been clothed. So whatever he put on outside, what is inside reflects on the outside. So when he stood before Pharaoh and interpreted the dream, let's jump to 38 because I could not find the precise place I wanted to go and I don't want to go back much. In 38, a Pharaoh said to his servant, the guy finished interpreting the dream, Pharaoh was satisfied with the interpretation and he had advised Pharaoh. He did something very funny. He interpreted the dream that nobody could interpret. The fellow that came to call him the prison told him that nobody could interpret the dream. Everybody, they tried giving a shot, not to collapse. But the buckler spoke well of you that you are good. But you better be good because Pharaoh is frustrated now. So he said, don't worry, the Lord will give Pharaoh interpretation. When he finished, as he was talking, Pharaoh was looking at him. Because Pharaoh, they call him God. And according to his eulogy, it's called the bright and the morning sun. That's what how they eulogize Pharaoh. So when Joseph stood in front of him, by the things that is in his body, the charms and the things that he had, he could see another spirit in this boy. Your garment will be transparent. And let me tell you the truth, the guys in darkness, they will see it clearer. Your guys in the church might condemn you, might not recognize your garment. But when you get to where it matters, they will see it because light shines brighter in darkness. Yeah. And so the beauty of it is that when he stood before Pharaoh, as Pharaoh was looking at him, he was seeing something that nobody was looking at. And he asked a simple question. Can we find such one as this? A man in whom the spirit of God is. Say robe. Say robe. Say ring. ring. Say robe. robe. Ring. ring. If your robe is in place, a ring will come. The Pharaoh. when the authority is in place listen my dear your inheritance in Christ attracts wealth it demands wealth it demands open door it demands treasure you don't demand it your garment do once you have the garment as you continue on that track it commands treasures never believe anybody that tells you holiness is synonymous to poverty Righteousness exalts a nation. Sin is what brings reproach to anybody. When Pharaoh saw the spirit in Joseph, he gave him cold. The guy interpreted dream. When he interpreted dream, he never said to Pharaoh, choose me to take care of business. I'll handle stuff for you. When he interpreted the dreams, he never told Pharaoh, who else have this wisdom except me? He said, let Pharaoh find himself a man. Guess what? One of the garments you wear in our wardrobe, as we read yesterday in the book of Ephesians, are we together? 
As we studied yesterday in Colossians, are we together? One of the garments is that be content with second place. Think nothing highly of yourself. And he said, look for somebody. This your branding yourself, projecting yourself will not take you anywhere. The real thing, people that will give it to, they are not, their name is not on the list. And the day of the anointing, when Samuel was sent by God to the house of Jesse, the king was not in the present. He's not in the attendance. He was far away with the sheep. And when that day come, because of the garment he was wearing, Samuel said, nobody will sit until he comes. I pray for you, they will not sit till you come. You see, the garment is so important. Don't trivialize my suggestions on garment yesterday. Don't joke with it. Don't forgive easily. That you have a conscience that the divorce of offense. Jesus Christ said offense will come. But what time that true woman comes? But don't let the offense, don't let it stay in you. Don't let the sun set with offense out of your spirit. How many of us are offended by the brethren, by what they've done to us? These other sisters, these other brothers, this other family, this other man of God, whatever they've done, these other saints in the church, this flock, these people have taken care of, see what they've done to me, and all the stuff like that. All of us that we are saying, they've done something to me, they've done something to me. If you are, if you are saying that kind of word, that they've done something to you, it means you are still alive. The more you die, the more the thing doesn't hurt. Right. The more you die, the more it doesn't hurt. Things that move you last year, if they see move you this year, you are not growing. You don't have the garment. My dear, speak in tongue. The ring is not coming. The ring only comes to the one that have the garment. When Pharaoh saw the garment inside of this guy, that's the spirit. He pulled the ring off. The gold. In fact, he gave him the land. The only thing Pharaoh did not do is to relinquish his throne. The secret of wealth transfer is in the ring. But the ring will not come without the robe. See what Pharaoh did again. Go back, my, my dear. God bless you. Genesis 40. Give me the quotation again. Thank you. No, no, no. We want to do 38 now. 39 or so. 39. 41, 39. God bless you. Inasmuch as God has shown you all these things, there is no one discerning and wise as you. Go on. You shall be over my house and all my people shall be your rule according to your word. Only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you. 41. Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the lands of Egypt. Listen to me, brethren. When the ring is in your hand, authority to take possession comes to you. You can possess your possession anytime, anywhere. He took up the signet ring of his hand, put it in Joseph's hand, and he clothed him with garments, verse 42, and filing in and put gold chains around his neck. The Lord said to me, do not look for doors. Do not go about telling people you are available for, for, to preach or whatever. Just stay and be sure that you are wearing garments. He said, the garment will become so attractive that men will perceive it. I was coming from meeting in Suleja. It was, a, it was an explosive meeting. The man of God was preaching on the pulpit. And he said, my picture appeared before him. And he said, the Lord said to me that you bring Professor. And it, that's how the program was. The rest is history. The people were blessed. Lives were transformed and stuff like that. A man that, is good, a man that God would bequeath his authority to must be a man that has the garment. If you don't have the garment, you don't have the ring. And the ring is a symbol of your authority and the power of your authority. The ring is the power of Anthony on which you can act on behalf of God. 
How will God give you his anointing and his authority when you are going to fumble? The robe is more important. But all believers quest for the ring. The Lord said, it is the rope before the ring. I've seen people that display few powers, few wealth. But I've seen proud people, arrogant people. I've met people that talk about the Holy Ghost. When I came around them, I saw no Holy Ghost in them. I talk people who talk about fellowship with God and hearing God. And I was with them. They don't hear Jack. They had nothing. I even pretended to some as nothing. They treated me as nothing. Because man, look at the outward appearance. But God searches the earth. I test those who say they are prophets to see the prophetic grace upon their life. They could not discern anything under their nose. Because bribe perverse the eyes of justice. The ring symbolizes rulership. In the order of preference, the rope must come before the ring. In Esther chapter 3 and verse 10, the king took off his signet ring from his hand and gave it to Amman, the son of Amardai, the Haggagite, the enemy of the Jew. The ring in the wrong angle of the enemy awakened the ultimate purpose of God on the earth. I'll say it again. The ring in the wrong hands of the enemy, or enemy's children, or enemy's agent, awakened the ultimate purpose of God on the earth. The ring in the hand of a wrong person caused an awakening because when the wicked rule, the people suffer. When the ring is in the wrong hand, it causes the right people who ought to wear it to wake up. Because what are they looking when the ring gets to the wrong hand? The reason why you see some of the sons of the bond woman shining now is that the son of the real woman are playing. He said, When you walk with men on when you walk with men on foot and they weary you, how shall you run with men on horses? We are not ready for what we are questing for. There is canality in our midst. And for Paul and for Apollo, it's still existing today. We have issues unresolved. Our heart is full with a lot of unbelief. We doubt the capacity of God to do what God can do. We don't know the danger of doubt. That he that doubts is like the wave of the sea. Let such man not suppose he shall receive anything from God. Or he's a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. We don't know that it's so deadly to have doubt. Yes, we doubt the grace and the glory of God. We doubt the promise of God to our own life. Can God do it? Israelite doubted God. Can he furnish them in the wilderness? What does he become of them? So it's essential that you understand the power of the ring. When he gets to the hand of a wrong person, things shift. When the ring fell in a wrong hand, it's time, the time of the judgment of the wicked is sealed. Don't see the ring in the wrong hand as God neglecting his people. Whenever the rulership ring fell in wrong hand, judgment is on the earth. Judgment is on the corner. When the ring fell in the hand of this interesting guy, verse 11, and the king said to Ammon, the money and the people are given to you. Do to them what seems good to you. Then the king, king's scribe were called on the 13th day of the first month and a decree was written according to all Ammon commanded to the king's tribes. And the name of king, and in the name of king Ahasuerus, it is written, and it was sealed with the king's signet ring. If it was sealed by the ring, it can only be overturned by the ring. He sealed it with his ring that he should kill all the Jew. And the scribe write it down. It was the positioning of the ring in the hand of Haman that caused Esther, Mordecai, all of them to wake up. Are you with me? 
When the ring fell in the hand of wrong person, when the authority fell in the hand of wrong person, when the source of bond woman come to the throne, is that the real chosen can wake up. It's an awakening. That is the order of things in the scriptures. I take you down the line, you see, that the Lord always permit them to go first. It's at the peak of their fumbling that we appear. So when the ring was in the hand of this interesting guy, he wanted to annihilate all the Jew, kill everybody, do all the damages and the evils that is in his sleeves. And the scribe were to write it down. And Mordecai was one of the scribes. So as they were penning it down, it awakens purpose. When the ring fell to the hand of the wrong people, that is when the Esthers of this world are awoken. Esthers of this world are those who have been through hell and high waters. Now they've got into the palace and a comfortable place of authority. But they are queen, they have royalty, but they have no ring. Are you with me? Esther does not have any ring. In fact, she didn't have any portion of the land of, uh, of Susa, of, uh, of uh, uh, where the rulership of King Esther is, where it expanded. She has no rulership. Because when she invited the king to come feast, the king said, what do you want? When, he, when he, she entered where the kings are making meeting, he said, to the half of this kingdom I will give to you. In other words, she didn't own the part of the kingdom. They don't promise you what you already have. To the half of this kingdom I will give you. She holds nothing. Meanwhile, she said, she's riding crown on her head. But her man does not go for the crown, he's gone for the ring. The ring is your inheritance. Haman doesn't go for crown. See, Haman, he wasn't going for palace. He was going for the main throne. But to get to the throne is not easy. It's not that, it's not that, it's not that easy. Just have the ring. Once the ring is in your hand, you have it. Because when Joseph had the ring, Pharaoh said, by your word shall my people be ruled. Because the ring is now in your hand. Let's say it together. Bible says, Esther chapter 8 verse 1. On the day King Azarus gave Queen Esther the house of Ammon, the enemy of the Jew, Mordecai came before the king, and Esther told the king that they were related. So the king took the signet ring of his hand, and he gave it to what? From the one in which he taken from Ammon, and he gave it to who? Mordecai, and he appointed Esther, and Esther appointed Mordecai over the house of Haman. That is well transfer. Listen to me. Wrong people will be in control. To the right people are ready. Wrong people know how to do things better than the right people. I'll show you. Nobody could build land flow with big and honey except the giants. They can work well, they can do things well, they pretty well. Nobody can build and put things in place and talk riches somewhere except the thieves. They are waiting for the manifestation of the people that will take it over. <laughs> now stay with me. In this country, Nigeria, there are wealth trapped at the corners, trapped at different places, things kept somewhere, waiting for the people that are ready for it. The land of Canaan was booming with milk and honey. Who built the land? Giants. They are wicked. But they are taking care of the land till the owners will come. Yes, sir. Could it be possible that your estate is being managed by the wicked now, waiting for you to be ready? Amen. Your garment has been hindering you to have the ring. The ring will give you access to what is yours. Well, transfer is genuine and is real, but not in the context at which we are looking at it. You can't be greedy and want wealth to be transferred to you. We mustn't be like them to take what is ours. We must be different from them. And it's so essential that your husband is somewhere. You are looking for him until the garment is on you. Who will find you? You will not find him. Your land is somewhere. 
waiting for you. It's your garment that will cause a connection before the ring will come to you. So Esther was in the palace enjoying herself, and Mordecai sent a message to her that, that this is what is going on. And uh, guess what Esther did? Esther sent clothes to Mordecai to change from the uh, rag that he was wearing, the sackcloth he was wearing. He sent clothes to him. And Mordecai sent the message to her. He said, Esther, if you turn your ears away at this time to help the Jew, be sure that help will rise from under the quarters. But you and your father's house will not be safe. For who knows whether you come into the kingdom for such a time as this. She didn't have the liver. She didn't have the gut. She didn't have what it takes to stand before the king and plead for the Jew. Guess what happened? Because the ring has fallen to the hand of the wrong person, she called for national fasting. He said, all the Jews should fast. I am my maid will fast also. Three days will fast. And on the third day, I wear my royal apparel and go into the king. And if I perish, I perish. Listen to me. Ring only fall on dead men's hand. If you can die, you have the ring. The ring in the hand of a living man will be for vengeance and for destruction. There are people you want to deal with if you have the power. There are things you want to do if you have the power. It's not coming to you. And it's your inheritance in Christ. Why we will not have the ring is that we do not have the robe. He took the ring, which he had taken from Ammon. He gave it to Mordecai. And Esther appointed Mordecai over the house of Ammon. Excuse me. Who else can build the house of Ammon? Only Mordecai. Sorry, who else can build the kind of house that Ammon built? Only Haman. Because the guy was vengeful. He has a mission. So he built his house in such opulence. Mordecai was literally living with the Jews somewhere. He's a scribe of the king. But the estate of Haman was transferred to him. But he cannot build that kind of estate. Can I say something to you? There are things that have been put in place in Nigeria that when the righteous take over, it will be easy to walk. The wicked have set it in place. For themselves, oh. But God will turn it over. Because he's calling his children into the dressing room to change. You have what the government of flesh enough. Government of show off enough. Government of pride enough. Garment of contentions enough. It's time to wear the garment of meekness. It's time to put on Christ that the ring might be given to us. Because it takes ring to checkmate ring. Whatever ring seal, only ring can unseal it. You cannot cancel edict. In Nigeria, in Lagos State where I came from, I don't know about Abuja, a former governor, when he give any law in the state, they will pass any give any law or you make any decree, they pass it into law. So you can't change it. The only way you can change it is to bring another law to checkmate it. When the first testament was faulty, guess what God did? He brought another testament. He didn't cancel the first one. He brought another one. Now another one standing, one said, kill him. One said, anybody that thought tried to kill him, he should kill the person and deal with them. So you see, you have two. So there is a, there's an edict signed by the signature of the king to annihilate the Jew. So he said, take the signature, right around one. Jew, defend yourself, kill anybody that come near, confiscate their properties. So on the 13th and on the 13th, it was a terrible day. The enemy is rejoicing because they've written some things, they put it down. The righteous shall prevail by style. Because God catch the crafty in their own craftiness. Nobody can build Canaan land flowing with me and honey. It's giants. 
Nobody can build that house that Haman built. Because the estate of Haman was transferred to Mordecai. It was a gingetic house. And it's not just to elevate him because his guy is special. It's that the Jew that have been intimidated could raise their head again. The Christian are relegated in Nigeria. Our head shall be risen up again. Amen. But not with the kind of garments we are wearing. You don't have rings. Our fathers, a lot of them doesn't have any ring. Daniel 6, 17. The Bible talked about the king when Daniel, when they sealed the fate of Daniel and they said to Daniel, you are going to die if you call God, be thrown to the den of lion, be feast to the lion. The Bible says, and they made the decree and Daniel worshiped his God and they threw Daniel into the den of lion. But something happened in verse 17 of Daniel chapter 6. Then a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den and the king sealed it with his own signet ring and with the signet of his Lord that the purpose concerning Daniel might not be changed. It is the ring that gives final authority. So once you get to the hand of a believer, you can make a correction of anything. And whatever you decree on earth, it shall be established in heaven. It's a ring that gives us such authority. Because as they seal the mouth of that place with that thing, with that ring, nobody can open it. The determination concerning Daniel cannot be changed. But when the Lord overturned it, Daniel became a third ruler in that realm. And it's essential that you understand the secret of God's word. Agai chapter 2 verse 23 stated, in, the, in that day, says the Lord, Agai chapter 2 verse 23, I will take you, Zerubbabel, my servant, and son of Shatiel, says the Lord, and I will make you like a signet ring, for I have chosen you, said the Lord. May God make you a signet ring. Amen. Authority work with you. You are able to say a thing will not be and it will not be. A lot of people want the anointing of Elijah, but they will kill people. They will kill people. Because some of the people you call your enemy today, you don't design them correctly. They are not your enemy. The brother of Joseph said to them, you meant it for evil. Finish it. God did not turn it. That's your problem. God didn't turn it. He meant it for good. Read your Bible. God didn't turn what they meant for evil. God meant the same thing they meant for evil. God meant it for good. God can afford you to go through certain things because of the material you are made up of. It's an indestructible material. That's why you went through fire and it doesn't burn you. You go through water, it will not overflow you. Because you are made from an eternal one. You have the breath of eternal God. You carry the power of an indestructible life. It will permit you to go through stuff for your validation before the darkness. That not only God that validated that you are indestructible, even the devil agreed that you are indestructible. But after they finish A garment and a ring. We don't like the garment. And because we don't like the garment, we will never have the ring. When the prodigal son came back, the father gave him the garment and he gave him the family ring. It's a family ring. The father connected to a higher family than the son ever had a clue. He gave him a ring. Because he left home with all the riches. He left home with all the materials. He left home with all the things that his father had. He was coming back naked, empty. But once the father saw him, that the guy was dead and is alive. 
Something has shifted in this boy. He has met with God. He has come to himself. He has come to judge himself accurately. Now he's qualified to wear their family ring. A lot of us want to wear the ring. We desire the ring. We quest for the ring. But it's ever far away. The more it's actually the more we desire, the more we cannot lay on the ring. Now stay with me. What did Pharaoh said he saw on Joseph? Let's go back. What did he say he saw? He saw, I saw the spirit of God in this one. When the spirit of God takes control of a man's life, everything that was called the fruit of the spirit, they were in the garment of Christ. Read your Bible. Gentleness, kindness, temperance. It has everything. All of them were there. It's a garment. Your problem has never been your husband. It will not be your children. It will not be your in-law. It's your garment. You have a garment problem. You don't have any other problem as believer. It's a garment problem. You have gifts of God locked on your inside. But without an appropriate garment, you won't have a ring. There are blessed and better people today. Better people that they are behind the scene. Because if you think God made a choice on your life because you are so fantastic. Hear this. It's said to everyone whenever they fumble. I have seen your neighbor who is better than you. The question is that when he chose you, somebody was better. They are just to see whether you will not fumble. God is so powerful that he will let Esau be the firstborn, but he will fumble. He will let Ishmael be born first. Himself and the mother, they will fumble. He gave it to the flesh, knowing that the spirit will always catch up. He gave it to lies, knowing that truth will take over. He gave it to nobodies, knowing that his sons will be ready. He allowed the servant to take care of his son till the sons are ready. You cannot. There is a spirit that was forged inside of Joseph. In Romans chapter 8 verse 9, Jesus said, if anyone, Paul was talking, he inspired, inspired by, the, by, the, by, the, by the spirit of Christ in him. He said, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, it's none of his. He said, you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, it's none of He saw the spirit in him. He saw Christ in him. And when you see king in a king, you bow to him. Yes. Because the spirit of prophet is subject to prophet. When they saw that this guy, this guy Joseph. Now, listen, listen. On the day of enthronement of Joseph... Every forces in the land that will oppose him, they are all present. All the wizards, all the enchanters, all those who manipulate people's destiny, all those who read stars, all those witches, all of them were present. And when Joseph stood, all of them, the spirit in them bowed to the spirit they see. And there is a demon inside of Pharaoh that gave him the God to call himself a God. The godship of Pharaoh was so strong that when God was sending Moses to Pharaoh, that throne, God said in Exodus 7 verse 1, he said, see, I have made you God over Pharaoh. Because Pharaoh is a God. And Moses was afraid. The only way Moses can go is if he's a God over the God. You are gods. And there are gods of this world. There are plenty. You must come to your godship to rule over them. Don't forget that you are an extension of deity. You are not ordinary. You can't afford to live like ordinary. You must have a garment. If any man does not have the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Pharaoh, look at him. 
He saw the guy with the spirit. He saw a spirit in him that the evil spirit inside of him must bow. When Jesus come to the to that Canaanite, when he entered the place, and that demon of Gadara was there, when he saw, he ran to him and bowed down. You are too much. You are making too much noise with demons. You never have authority that can make them bow. Demons have not recognized your identity. To say, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. Who are you? It's the spirit that gives you identity. The spirit of Christ. It's his garment. When this guy first entered the house of Potiphar, it happens. In a short while, Potiphar hand over the house to him. He got to prison. The one in charge of prison hand over the prison to him. He stood before Pharaoh. They hand over the throne to him. When you have the spirit, they will hand it over to you. Yeah. You are struggling too much. It's an inheritance. You are not to labor for a position or struggle for it. Let everyone judge you to be accurate. He said promotion does not come from the east or from the west, but God is a judge. And it's one that determines who is next in line to be promoted. If you don't have it, you will not get it. I will say it again. If you don't have it, you will not get it. You don't have the robe, you ain't getting the ring. The ring responds to robe. When the Lord opened me to this, I started teaching me about meekness. I went to search for whoever I've written about meekness. A.W. Towser. I read Dangerous Men. I read about I read, um, Imitating Christ uh, by... Uh, um, forgotten the name of this ancient guy uh, that have been in the days of uh, the 16th centuries and thereabout. I did a lot of research. What God was telling me, I didn't hear from them. If anywhere I turn on the television or on the YouTube to ask to check for the meaning of meekness or a preacher that preach on meekness, they will first of all say, meekness is not weakness. That's the first language. But in my own research, meekness is weakness. That have strength behind it. Because your God didn't come as a lion, he came as a lamb. And as a lamb, he conquered the world. Yes, sir. He collected the key of hell and death as a lamb. As a lamb. It is not the lion that sat on the throne. Who is on the throne? The lamb. Holy Spirit is coming. He didn't come like an eagle or a hawk as a dove. One of the most gentle birds. You close the door, dove is gone. How will that gentle thing cause such an eruption on the earth? Meekness is weakness with strength concealed within. The enemy can handle it. The day Caesarea arrived in the house of Jahel, Caesarea was not expecting what he met. He asked the girl for water. She gave him milk. Caesarea was one that troubled the entire nation. Deborah was on the front in the sword with war. Jahel was in a tent, the wife of Eber, the Kenite. She was in a tent, chillaxing. And the problem of a nation entered into her tent and she solved the problem inside the tent. If it is any Jewish lady that Caesarea entered their tent, Cecilia will kill the lady. Because they'll be too forward. They'll be speaking in tongue. If it's a church girl that Cecilia enter into her tent, she will alert Cecilia what she will do. 
But there are some that are not part of our flock that they have been prepared the backside of the desert. They are not forward like us. You don't enter a corporation and slap them with Christian. I'm a Christian. You enter like a salt. You are not seen. But your effect is affecting everywhere you turn. My dear, if you see salt in the soup, will you eat it? Salt is not seen in anything. But it makes everything you can see to carry taste. So, Jesus calls us the salt. It's, a, it's an identification that is very powerful. We enter silently, we influence everything greatly. You are too noisy, you can't be used. Jesus was coming to the earth. They came to search for him in the palace because they have the clue that if he's a king that is born today with such grandiose star that we are seeing, the star gets us a common sense among men to go look for him in the palace. But the Lord is smarter. In his meekness, if he's a lamb that was slain, he must be born in the manger where lambs are born. You want to change your location so fast. You can't be relevant in the hand of God. Except that you don't understand who you are. You are looking for the ring. You left the robe. Without the robe, there is no ring. I'll emphasize this deeply. Because I'm tempted to close my message and go to the sandal. But I don't want to be forward because the sandal is deeper. We end on that note tomorrow. But let me help you by the spirit of grace tonight. All your search... For every other thing, let it stop. Go for the garment. You put on Christ. Have self-examination continually. Am I better than last year? Have I been more patient? This lustful thought that comes to my heart, has it reduced? You ask questions. What is the intent of my heart? What is my motivation? Why do I tell lies? Who am I trying to impress? What do I intend to gain? Why do I dress this evening coming to church? Is it to worship God or I want somebody to see me? How many flesh and canalities still remain in me? They are the hindrances to your ring. And your ring is a symbol of your rulership. Our ring engage us with the immortals. To rule with them. Ring. We don't have understanding of this reality, so our pursuit is minimal. And the pastor teaches us in church to go for the to go for the ring, and we are going for the ring. I'm go, everybody is going for the ring. Nobody found the ring. If anyone rises as a mistral, God of Mammon will hijack them. Once they are swearing in their grace and their authority, Mammon always catch up with them because Mammon, as I said yesterday, is not a demon; it's a god. They will they will branch to worship. And then since their eyes is on mammon, their influence is now minimized. Their name is not quickly heard because in their head, they want to take reward themselves. And nobody reward like God. I've discovered that men ask things that they want. But when one man has God, that God will give him discernment of heart and give him wisdom. Bible says, and the saying of the man pleases God, that he do not have riches for himself. But me and you today, we see our riches for ourselves in the name of Jesus. And God is looking at us. But you saw an example I gave concerning Solomon. That the saying of Solomon pleases me because he do not have riches for himself. Why didn't you see that I say it pleases me? Stop asking this thing for yourself. It will be transferred. It's a hard knot. You're finding it hard to shoe. And the saints of Solomon pleases God. 
that do not ask for the life of his enemy. We all come together individually to ask for the life of our enemy. Did he ask for the life of his enemy? Did he ask riches for himself? He don't even ask long life for himself. So God said, I'm going to give you riches. I'll put your enemy aside of you. will rule for 40 years without having any enemy to fight. And the guy was wearing one garment. That was what saved him. Solomon loved the Lord. <laughs> Solomon put on love. It's all purpose garment. Do you still remember? Nothing is wrong with your garment. He's coming for a bride that have a garment that is without spot or wrinkle. It's not by beauty that you get it. If the other lady seduce to get the man's attention, if his seduction is what you also use, you are a failure. Because it worked well in their hand more than you. You are a thief. You are just doing what is not consistent with your kingdom. Seduction is what they use. They open their body with their cleavages and causing everybody mad. Real women doesn't need to open their body. Their eyes alone cause a king to shake. Have you seen this uh, sun saver that they sell to put in your car so that sun will not come in? That they drew the eyes of a lady. Just the eyes alone is a problem. A finger alone is a problem. She didn't need breasts. She's too much to show you breasts. She will, she will cover herself up and men will be shaking. But you see, the sons of Jezebel, they have to show breasts, show everything, show their bum bum outside. And, they, uh, and yet, men look at them like nothing. But the daughters of the kingdom, what cloth the Sarah wore that King Pharaoh was shaking? I must have that girl. I must have her. I must have her. I must have her. At 65. What did the 65, woman, woman, 65 years old woman, what beauty did she has that caused the throne to shake and God come down? Because her beauty was precious in the sight of God. As the, as the king of the earth attracted to beauty, the king of heaven defend the beauty. Kings fighting for her beauty. He said, let your ornament not be mere word outward adorning. But an ornament of a hidden person of the heart, an ornament of a gentle and a quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. For according to, after this manner, the women of old adorned themselves, even Sarah, your mother. Wear the garment of your mother, ornament of a gentle and quiet spirit. I said I didn't talk. But our daughters talk too much. They have no garment. There is a garment of harlot. A lottery. That was a garment that Sister Tama put on. An almighty boy. Fine girl. I know they see you for this junction before. Why is that they come here? I said, I just start business. Ah, I won't go in. You won't go in. I know Walla now, no sure. I may go now. I said, I don't get more new. I drop your Bible now. Drop Bible. That's the staff. Drop your staff. No, Walla, drop staff and your bangle, your bracelet. Drop it for me. I go take her. When you bring goat, come take her. He went in. He came out. The experience was so sweet. He told his friend, There's a prostitute at the junction. Take this goat. Go and give her. I collect my Bible. <laughs> and my notepad. They bring a couple. That one goes, such as that. Bros, bros, yeah. I don't see her. She's not there. I check all the area. She's not there. 
Samira, she don't change market with that. I'm sure Judah went searching. Kai, where that girl, where they, Kai. So one day, Judah was relaxing in the palace, uh, in the palace, in the, in the, in this compound. And they came telling him, ah, daddy, something strange has happened. He said, what? Am I pregnant? Is it to fear? Pray? What? Abraham? Bring her here. You- What kind of thing is this one? No? <laughs> he said, you are more righteous than I. And the Bible said he didn't touch her again. Which means by dressing, she make a man do what he doesn't propose to do. Your dressing can cause a king to change his mind. When you put on Christ, you influence the throne, you influence authority, you gain access with your garment. The ring will follow garment. Ring never walk alone. It is the rope and the ring. In Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 26, hear what the scripture says. Ecclesiastes 2 26. I found the scripture rather very deep and interesting. Thank you for First Peter 3, 3. That one I quoted. He said, God gives wisdom, knowledge, and joy to a man who is good in his sight. But to sinners... He gave the work of gathering and collecting that he may give it to the one that is good before God. They are gathering, they are heaping up to transfer to you. So your prayer point is not to have it, it's to be good in his sight. Whatever that good in his sight means, that's where you queue. They will transfer. People are thinking of blessing you. Why some people might have you with whoever you are, whatever you are doing. Had the instance of some people hearing of you. Bible says when he hear of you, they will stand up. Did you hear what our brother said? Brother Job. He said, I was, give me that when in Job. He said, I am here to those who are crying. I'm a shoulder for the widow to cry. I am the father to the fatherless. I take care of people that are in trouble. In the curses of those that are immense, I sought it out. And the wealth of it that was perishing came upon me. I wasn't wealthy. I wasn't rich. Because I am smart, I wore a garment. I care for the brethren. That was Job telling you, the richest man in the East. He said, when they hear, hear of me, they stood up. When people heard of my testimonies, they get up. He said, when I enter into the places, the elder stands. I am father to the fatherless. I became husband to the widow. And he said, the riches of the one that were perishing, they came upon me. I started an investment with God for a long time. Because I don't, I'm not as smart as some people. So I started an investment to God. Bible says, whosoever giveth to the poor, lendeth unto God. So I was loaning everyone. I was saving and loaning God. And he pays well. More than MMM. I just want to hear about somebody going through stuff. Can't pay the abuse. My wife just told me that the school has admitted a fresh student... And to brand a child cost us 50K. 
And she just said to me that one of our women of good works had brought another child, and they said uh, this and that. So I told them, my, my, our guy is not around. I said, who is your guy? So we were laughing. But to help another child. I, and because I discover that whosoever shot his ear to the cry of the poor, we also cry. If I don't want to cry, I should not shut my ear to the cry of the poor. I was in school. And I asked God a question. How would I go through school? Because it was difficult to pay my bills. My dad was not supportive. My mom was not with us. So I only hang on, I only hang on family members who have goodwill. So, you know, you travel down home from school every now and then. And whenever I'm coming from school, they are not happy to see me. Oh, to today? Here you come again. They're not excited to see a very, very handsome young man like myself then. I always appear home. So one day I went to the mountain to pray. I said, God, I don't want to beg. How did you take care of the Israelites when they are in the wilderness? This is wilderness, so you will take care of me. And while I was there on that place, and um, worshiping God, he said, open your Bible to Deuteronomy chapter 15, verse 11. Then I opened to Deuteronomy 15, 11. And I read it in black and white. For the poor shall not cease out of the land. Therefore, I command you to open your hand wide to your brother, to the poor, and to the needy. Deuteronomy chapter 15, verse 11. I saw it. He said the poor shall not cease out of the land. When the Lord said that, he said they will never cease, Neo. You will always have opportunity to do this thing that I'm saying. They will never cease. So the poor will never cease from the land. Therefore, I command you, saying, open your hand wide to your brother, to the poor, and the needy in your land. I read it. I said, yes, Lord. And I said, I'm not finished yet. Open to 11.15. And I flipped the scripture backward to 11.15. said, then I will command grasses to your field for your cattle to eat. I will send grass into your field for your livestock that you may eat and be filled. When I was rejoicing that they told me 15, 11, and 11, 15 become my secret, and that gave me Joel chapter 2, verse 26. He said, you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. Trading with that, I rise, not because I have anybody that is help. When you are praying for helper, in your mind, you are looking for one man that will come with jeep. I'll come and help you. But the real helper is the Holy Spirit. Who can use a widow to sponsor you through school? Because the container and the content are different in the kingdom. It is the lame that kills the prey in this kingdom. Things are not as they appear. You shall hit in plenty and be satisfied. Praise the name of the Lord. Who have done wonders with you? And my people shall not be put to shame. So God said to me, You will not see shame all through school. And that is it. I didn't see shame. It's been my help then. This was 1997-98. This is 2021. This investment ever produced. Let me wrap it up in this. Because of our time. Pay attention to the things I will say last. Don't go for anything until you have your garment. 
stop asking him for anything. Tell him to be clothed with Christ. He didn't ask you to put on any other thing. Put on Christ. Because the spirit of Christ ruled through the entire scripture from the Old Testament to the New Testament. But person of Jesus appeared in the New Testament. But the spirit of Christ has been ruling ever since. Mordecai has the spirit. Excuse me, sir. Whoever is clothed with the right garment will always stand before kings. I've talked about Joseph. The day Mordecai stood before King Estesis or Ahasuerus, the man handed over the ring to him. Why? Mordecai has no child. He raised Esther as his own child. Never abuse her. Raised her well, taught her skills and courtesy. Teach her that. Don't reveal your identity. The man spent his life raising God's bride. God gave him a ring. The reason why we don't have many of our men having the ring is that they are not Enoch's. God cannot trust them with his bride. They will rape them. But the guy is an Enoch. He will touch the bride. The kings want to entrust his bride into the hand of those who will not rape them. Are you listening to me? Go for the garment. Don't back seed for yourself. Maintain the seed of the king. Don't do your own ministry. Do the ministry you got entrusted to your hand. Don't go to where he didn't send you. Don't open it door for yourself. You will keep it open by yourself. If you get it by scheme, you will maintain it by scheme. If you get it by falsity, you maintain it by falsity. If you get it through lie, you get it, you maintain it by lie. If you get it in truth, you have rest of mind. There is a rest for you, labor to enter that rest. Our labor is to have the garment. We have rest. I'm not afraid of anything. It might not happen now, but it's a short thing. It will happen. This path leads to the ring. Don't forget where God pick you from. Never allow it. I'll wrap it up here. The signet ring. Is it a ring that we just put on our hand? No, my dear. The Lord said in Agai chapter 2, verse 23, He said, In that day, says the Lord, I will take you, Zerubbabel, my servant, the son of Shatiel, says the Lord, and I will make you like a signet ring. I will make you like it. So when you appear, your authority. If God will take it from the wicked and give it to the just, then there must be any wickedness found in you. Is that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just, not for the semi-just or half-wicked? Must be complete. Must be different from them. If he's going to give it to you, you mustn't look like them. What did I say? If he's going to give it to you, you mustn't look like them. What did I say? If he's has ever seen each of them have ring given them they have authority displayed Daniel even said to the king in his days let your gift be to you I'll tell you the interpretation when he finished he removed the gold chain put it in his neck and he survived not just three kings it survived different rulership not kings different rulership 
He was in the hand of the Persian. He comes to the hand of the Medes. It was flowing like that. Each person taking over, he was ruling with them. You will rule. But there is a garment that you are wearing that is not the right garment. You remember the parable of Jesus when the banquet was set? He told the servant, go outside, go and call people to come. Call them from the corner, from anywhere. Tell them that I've prepared the banquet, everybody should come. Then everybody enter inside. Then the master of ceremony came in, the Lord himself. When he came, he spotted a man who was inside of the gathering. And he asked him a question, how did you get here? And he could not talk. And he said, bind him hand and foot and cast him to outer darkness where there shall be crying and gnashing of teeth. Brethren, without the garment, you can be cast outside. Whoever it's a serious business. Rulership business is a serious business. It's not a joke. Throne business is a serious business. Our country is fighting because of throne issue. The ch- white people, we are still busy chasing shadows. We think the ring. you to pray by lifting up your hand and say Lord Jesus I receive you into my life flow out in your glory till I'm clotted with you will you pray in the name of Jesus I receive you into my life flow out your inheritance in Christ attract wealth it doesn't just attract my dear it transfer wealth it attracts and transfer it attracts and transfers wealth. But you are well kitted. I want to give you this I don't know the reason why God is asking me to do this this is a secret with me but I should do it several years ago I was studying the scriptures and God said to me how was Jesus born for the world to see I said it was by the mystery of overshadowing of the Holy Spirit and Mary conceive I said have you prayed that I overshadow you that you may conceive my desire in your spirit and not be battered in your life 
I pray for several days for an overshadowing. It's a mystery. Because she's the first person who conceived him and battered him. And everything we're reading, we're reading for our examples. And he entered into me. One thing will happen anytime we meet. You will go deeper with God. That is the secret. You will not meet me and don't go deeper. You will not meet me and don't go deeper in your work with him. I will never in our meeting attract you to me by any prophetic gift. Yet I will flow in the prophetic. Because the prophetic has been hijacked also. Every prophet attracts people to themselves. But when Elijah's spirit came, he said, Lord, let it be known today that you are turning the heart of these people to yourself. Overshadow me. That you will come through my life. It is the only spirit that gets it done for Mary. It's the only one that can get it done for you. You can't struggle with it. It's the work of the spirit. He said, when the spirit of God takes control of your life, he will produce this fruit in you. Not you producing the fruit by trying and struggling to do it and have self-control. You went to seminar for self-control. It's the work of the spirit. When the spirit of God is controlling your life, those are the fruits that are battered. Those are the signs that it is the spirit that is taking care of this fellow. Pray. Overshadow me, oh God. You will be battered in my life. Overshadow me. 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 Giving thanks to the Father. Colossians 1.12. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partaker of the inheritance in the saints in the light. I am qualified. I can only be qualified by your spirit. By my accepting you as my Lord. I need the spirit to overshadow today. Let that overshadowing take place in my life. That there be incubation of your reality in my spirit. And I will come forth as the one that I've met with Christ. That everything about me will point to you as God. That you'll be lifted up and you'll draw men to yourself. Lord, I yield myself to you today. That you do with me as you please my Father. And I will live and to fulfill that which is written concerning me in the volume of books. I will live my life to fulfill your purpose, not to pursue anything outside of you. That is the reason for my ordination. That is the reason for your choice in my life. That is the reason why I'm in Abuja. That is the reason why you bring me to this land. That is the reason why I'm born in the tribe that I'm born. That is the reason why I'm a child that I am. All these reasons shall not be in vain. They will 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 not be in vain. I give thanks to the Father that I may be meet a partaker of the inheritance of the saints in the light. Mateli kabalu damokeyabo. Colossians chapter three verse twenty-four. Colossians three twenty-four. He declares, knowing that from the Lord. You receive the reward of inheritance. You receive the reward of inheritance. For ye serve the Lord. 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 You receive an inheritance as a reward. For ye serve the Lord.
and the earth perish under the heavens and the earth nothing creates you nothing can own you ownership is changing right now lift up your and say I'm yours Lord With everything in my spirit I'm yours everything inside of my life I'm yours I said lift your hands you are not a baby I said lift your hands everything I am is yours I give it all to you today and I decree before any other thing that claim to be God that you alone are God and you alone are God and you are God alone. Are you saying it? Fear you are not my God. Anxiety is not my God. Marriage is not my God. Money is not my God. Fame is not my God. You alone are God. You are God alone. You alone are God. You are God alone. Pastor Abraham, you alone are God. Shine. You are God alone. Touch the Lord. Only high can take you to the height that you are going in destiny. I'm not speaking a prophecy over you before you are born. Of my choice that I made upon your life. Today you gave it to me. Did I reform it again? And reform it again. Even when those who don't know me declare it, I say to you today, declare it before anything that I am God alone in your life and I remain God forevermore. And I will take you to places that you have never been and can never be as a man. I will do a thing in you that the other years shall think you. Are you hearing what I say? I will help you share the Lord. If you can lift up your eyes alone to the hills and say, We are coming to your help. Now you have come from me, oh God, that made the heavens and the earth share the Lord. Look not to the right or to the left, for vain is the help of man. I will help you. I will help you to fulfill that which I promise you. If I say, If you are not bringing the past, share the Lord. white handkerchief that I told you to bring yesterday. 
just lift it up. If you have somebody beside you who doesn't have, you can give them one. Just be generous. But lift up the pack. I fasted for 49 days. I was going 70. That was a mission. When I got to 40, I began to see visions that are strange and feelings that cannot coordinate. Then on the 49th day of the fast, I had an encounter. They brought out a clothing. It has a lot of names and a lot of things written on them. And I was asked to dip it in the bowl that was in front of me. Transparent bowl, but it was blood. I put it in the bowl of the blood and everything was wiped away and the handkerchief was clean. You know when they're acting this Christian movie, when they show the Holy Ghost or Jesus, how they make them glister. That's how they call glister. And they give a pen to a bean and they write my name and the date that nothing happened on the handkerchief. And they said, from today, whenever you are called, the curses in your father's house will not answer. Wait. Whenever you are called, the heroes of your past will not answer. Whenever you are called, your mistakes will not respond. Whenever you are called, only you, my grace that saved only you, shall show. And I collect the Yankee and I journey. And at every junction I got to, they opened door for me because they call it seven in seven. And I enter inside. And I intertwining and I pass through. And other things are private. The Lord said to me, Because you are ministering and you have this same tingling of the spirit, and you see this being show up, tell people to get white handkerchief. Write their name on it at the tip and the date. The same thing that happened to you in this encounter shall happen to them. Amen. So now you don't need to fast 49 days it's your inheritance he said it's better that one should die Caiaphas said that for all to die if one man can pay the price we need not to pay the same if my labor my children doesn't have to labor they inherit let my labor in the place of prayers in the presence of God let my investment in the spirit let it answer for tonight Amen. write your name at the tip of that envelope one of them just take one handkerchief and write your name and write today's date remove the stickers that is by the handkerchief I only need one I'll bless the rest. Just write your name, be fast. At the tip, at the edge, at the corner, on the top. Do not write on any anki that have any name. Not even anything like the picture of Daddy Gio. No, no, plain handkerchief, white, new one that is not being used before. Keyboard is, you can just let that key be on while you do what you're doing. That's the way you do it the other side. It doesn't sound like that. I love that. Yes, I love that tune. 
Yes, let it just be like that. Just let it be on while you do what you do. Ah. Have you done it? Stand to your feet quickly. Let's 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 pray. I should be closing now. Don't write this on all of them. Just one. I want you to have a pack. You can repeat it as occasion serve you. Madam, take your the cover. The cellophane. Alright. Are you done? Your name, just your name. Rush your feet, everybody. When they call some people or they summon them, some personality answer with them. Words spoken against their destiny, answer. Their error, answer. When they call their name, some things answer with them. And they cannot stop. The works of their hand, answer. Their errors and their secret fault also answer. The covenant, answer. Once their name is called, a lot of things are summoned. So at the mention of their name, things have been entangled and attached to them. So when they called them for anything, they came with entourage. And most of them are not to the favor or the advantage of the one that was called. That's why when they remember some people to favor them, some things answer with it. And from the period where that thought came until it disappeared, some things has happened. Some other buddhis of theirs, over the time, they also respond. Today, from this night, stand with the anki. You've written enough. Is your name that difficult to write? Lift it up above your head. Every entanglement, every attachment to your name, whoever bear that name in the family, that they bore it to the disadvantage of the rest of those who carry it, that once they mention that name, it affects things with you, they are blotted out. Authority do not shout. They just issue. I decree today, if it is your name that is written there, whenever you are called or summoned, no darkness, no joke, no mystery of umbilical cord, no lineage or sensual stuff that is not consistent with our heritage in Christ shall show up. Whenever your name is called, only the will of God shall answer. They mention a man's name in the palace one fateful morning towards afternoon. When they mention his name, a man stood up who gave the name and he said, but it was lame on his feet. And they knock out that lameness out of the list. They said, go and fetch him out. In the name of Jesus, none of the things in your past will resist the glory of your future. How shall we know that these ones are prophets of God when they decree it and they come to pass? 
Some will have been helped greatly. Some will have been favored greatly. But something showed up when their name was called. From tonight, no stranger that entangled himself and attached himself to you through experiences and through the darkness and the devil and the evil you have dealt with in your life, none of them shall show up anymore. Say with me, if any man be in Christ, so those who are not in Christ, you better come out and let me lead you to Christ now. Please only for those who are in Christ. Say, if anybody be in Christ, it's a new creature. All things are passed away. All things become new. In my life, all things are passed away. All things become new. And I bless the blood that saved my soul, that forgive my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Bless you, God, who forgive my sins and remembers my iniquity no more. Never again will my thoughts come to mind and my past respond. This night, I agree with the counsel of God. Before you, you alone, have I seen and I've done anything wrong before you. And when you forgive me, forgiven. I have been forgiven by Christ. Cleansed by the blood. Every ordinances written against me that is contrary to me. They have been nailed to the cross. Therefore tonight by the mystery of white handkerchief. I am cleansed. Detached. Set apart. Look at that anki. What do you see? Tell me. What do you see on the anki? Your name. What do you see on the anki? Do you see failure? No. You see sin? No. You see struggles? No. What about sudden death? No. You see poverty there? No. What do you see? Name. Your name on a pure anki is a reminder of you, of your inheritance in Christ. You have been made anew. You have been washed clean. You have been sanctified. Set apart for the master's use. Never again shall any flesh borrow you. No demon shall borrow you. In the name of Jesus. At least the anointing and the materials you are holding. It became a prophecy. When you step into office, only you will step in. The only being permitted to follow you is the Lord himself. In the name of Jesus. Never again will you enter and evil follow you. I now release those, these two entities. They are permitted to follow you. Their name is goodness and mercy. They shall follow you all the days of your life. When you go out, they will follow you. When you come in, they will follow you. When you sit down, they will follow you. When you sleep, they will follow you. When you are present, they will follow you. When you are absent, they will follow you. In the name of Jesus. Put it on your head and begin to prophesy. Lord, 
imando machilagi sitori magibolo duzagaba keirasia go and enjoy your favor go and enjoy the goodness of God you don't be stone neighbor go from here begin to do well go from here and fail not go until shall begin to walk in your hands go for from tonight nothing shall die by your hands again go for all things that pass away and not to become new even if you are a lawful captive you are set free tonight be blessed. Go fulfill your destiny in Christ Jesus. This white cloth on you symbolizes a prophecy that you will wear the garment. The garment shall be evident in your life. Thank you, my father. Hallelujah. Or in Jesus, mighty name. We are praying. I was praying for this meeting. When the Lord gave the team, he said, This inheritance that I'm giving the King's Palace under the leadership of Pastor Isaiah. If this message is from God, rulership shall start from here. He said, The Lord sent me like a rod. And it's a rule in the midst of your enemy. In the midst of every resisting forces, you will rule. You will reign. You will rule. You will reign. Receive the robe. Receive the ring. Receive the sandals. Receive the robe. Receive the ring. Receive the sandals. Receive the robe. Receive the ring. Receive the sandals. I release you tonight to an encounter from the Lord. A fresh encounter. Between Jacob and Israel, there is an encounter. Between old you and new you, receive an encounter. This night will not pass without a visitation from the throne. This week will not pass without wearing the ring. If you shout the loud, Amen. Christ is coming upon your life. This month will not roll off without you stepping into the grace of the robe, the ring, and the sandals. The robe, the ring, and the sandals. Yes, everything that is yours by preordination, by predestination, by this encounter with this truth, in the name of Jesus, they shall appear. In the authority of the one that quickened the dead and called the thing that be not as though they were, it will answer for you. As your name is written on that handkerchief, there will not be mistake when the delivery comes. It shall be given to the rightful owner. If you are the owner, shout the louder, Amen. 
tomorrow night is going to be explosive. I want to, I want to admonish you to invite your friends and your, like uh, Minister Colley said yesterday, your enemies. But let me give you an advice. If you can get something new, maybe a shoe is not necessary, it's not compulsory. Maybe a pen, maybe an handkerchief, another one, possibly. Just come with something new tomorrow. Because after the sandal, you shall enter into a new beginning. Yeah. What this assignment I'm sent to do is to reroute you to the right path. Yeah. The path of a short destination. That either you are slow or you are fast, you will get there. Yeah. Because the future does not belong to those who are fast. Those who do it fast or those who do it quick. The future only belongs to those who do it right. On the right path and the right track, you, are, you, have, a, you have an assurance of a short destination. Because speed has nothing to do with you when you are on the wrong track. It only takes you far from your destination. Without the rope, without the ring, and the sander, you ain't going anywhere in Christ. He is the one that gave the parable himself. And he hides the secret in the story. That in the future, a generation will open it. Have you not read of the prodigal song before? Have you not known about it before? Do we have this understanding? It's only when God opened it. I stand before the one that gave it to me. I read nobody's book, listen to nobody on any YouTube, anywhere. It was in the fasting that he gave it to me. And if he gave it to me, he will confirm it in your life. Yeah. You are the signs and wonder that we follow. Yeah. I will pack my bag when I'm through tomorrow, back to Lagos, but the fruit of this meeting shall be shown in your life. Yeah. You will see a ring being handed over to people yeah. easily in this place. Father, I bless you for tonight. Lift up your hands and give him praise. Lift up your hands and just give him praise. Are you grateful for what the Lord has done? All he requires from us is appreciation. Just go ahead. Lift up those hands and give him praise. Lift those hands high up to him. Wave them to the King of Kings. To the Lord of Lords, the Master of the Universe, the ones that are the one who has written something new about your life, the one who has done something awesome about your life, we give you praise. Your first assignment: stretch forth your hands towards the man of God and just pray for him. The Bible. Says